Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the MPSA podcast series. This educational resource has been designed for those in the managed print channel to stay up to date with the industry, current trends, and future directions. Growth through education, one podcast at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your MPSA podcast. Uh, Today's topic is going to be about our committee. What does the education committee do? Um, In order to do that, we're going to have an interview of myself, Ed Mosteller, uh, who's CEO of Perform IT US, as well as Mitchell Philby. Um, He's a principal at First Rock Consultants in Australia. Uh, We're very pleased to have as our moderator today, uh, Wes McDonald, who is the president of the MPSA. So uh, hopefully, um, as with all of our podcasts, you get a lot of information out of this. And with that, I will turn this over to Wes. Well, thank you so much, Ed. And I'm so excited to be here today. And I can't thank you enough for bringing me in to moderate on this group and uh, yeah, president of the MPSA, uh, second term. Uh, for some reason, everyone voted me back, which is uh, which is awesome. And uh, I absolutely love the Managed Print Service Association. And and one of the things that people often ask me is, you know, what's in it for me, right? And and I would say that honestly, there's a lot of things. But one of the things I really enjoy about the MPSA for all the years that I've been involved, uh, either being involved in the board or just as a member and now as the president, is the ability to receive amazing education, right? It is one of those things that business owners around the world know um, is that we don't just teach, we learn. And by learning, um, you know, we actually grow our businesses in much stronger ways. So, you know, perhaps maybe you can just tell me, maybe the first question I'll ask is, um, how does this committee operate? Like what is its, you know, role and purpose within the MPSA? Sure, Wes. So as the title says, we're the education committee and our goal is to provide information, um, timely information regarding managed print out to our organization members. Um, And historically we had done uh, some papers, some information like that, but uh, by the time we would put that together, it would take take quite quite a while. So What we've been doing over the past two years or so are podcasts. Uh, We have the ability to do them very timely. Um, We try and do hot topics. Uh, You know, for instance, you know, during during uh, early parts of COVID, discussing that, um, uh, informing you about the about the various committees as well. Um, As a committee, we meet every two weeks. Um, we have people throughout the industry uh, on our committee, which is really good. We get a lot of really great interaction, and um, and our frequency allows us again to be very timely with the information we provide. Well, that's great, and I always enjoy the content, and I know that uh, members do um, as well. And Mitch, maybe you can you know share a little bit because obviously. You're involved with the uh, education committee as well, Um, but you also do a lot of innovation for us, right? And I think the two go hand in hand. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that, you know, sort of joint role that you provide, uh, both for um, innovation and education. Thanks, West. Um, You're right, I've been a mainstay of the education committee for about 10 years now. And 
it, I guess the thing I'd say, it hasn't really changed in the way it's operated um, because our core principles haven't changed, and that is really to continue to educate, uh, provide insight, and challenge, I guess, what is relevant within the industry both today, but also how we can better navigate that future. And we we kind of, as, as Ed talked to, we have a regular cadence in terms of, of, of the group, uh, and that's a fortnightly catch up with um, the members. And again, it's one of those things with any, any committee, the more you put in, the more you get out. And I think most of the committee members who are on the calls each fortnight always come off that call going, we got a lot out of that because they're learning from um, people who have got a massive amount of experience and insight because most of us had, have probably had 20 to 30 years of experience within this industry. So that is, or even more, I should say, some of us have got 50 years so as individuals. So we've got a lot of insight that we provide back and we kind of challenge the status quo moving forward. And as to what Ed said, we provide content um, in the form of either white papers, webinars and podcasts. Uh, and we pro provide that on a regular basis to make sure that we maintain a relevance to our community. And there's a lot of different stakeholders with our community. So we're always challenging what our ideas are. And that's where the innovation part comes in because we're not just looking at how things are today in the industry. We're trying to navigate the direction of the industry and how it's changing and, and it's being impacted by different elements of the environment. Uh, obviously COVID being one of them, but also I guess what those challenges uh, are impacting both the OEMs, the dealers, but also the end customers who use or consume Madge Print. So again, you know, we, we're not scared to challenge conversations that um, some some organisations or industry um, commentators think we don't challenge. We actually challenge that and we're on the front foot. So we're kind of open and that's where the innovation, the education kind of, kind of blend very well because we don't just try and talk about what's comfortable. We talk about things that are challenging because I guess what people, when they listen to our uh, podcast or webinars, what they're seeking from the education is how do they develop and navigate a future sometimes which is not mapped as clearly. So we're, we're, we're talking about that kind of education as well. So hopefully that's given some insight to what the education committee does and how it operates. No, it really has. And and I think one of the things I want to touch on a little more that you, you know, kind of brought up is that we're not afraid of uncomfortable conversations. And that really is the goal of education, right? Um, both to learn and, and unlearn some of the things that we, you know, take for granted. And, you know, certainly for the for the marketplace that we're that we've been moving through now for managed print for a number of years now. Um, I know that there are folks out there that, you know, that are quite open about saying managed print is dead. And I would argue that no. Uh, like every other iteration of what we're doing for customer workflows, it's certainly changing. And I think education is so important for that. So so maybe that's a good segue. And maybe, Ed, I'll start with you. Um, how do you think the MPSA, the Education Committee, uh, becomes more relevant to the audience through these through these changing times? Yeah, I think that's, that's good, Wes. I think the relevance is that we can... Uh, we can adapt and provide information. Things move so fast now compared to uh, 10 years ago when when MPSA was born. Um, but there's still core information that needs to be shared. Um, they're uh, constantly um, evolving uh, bits and pieces of the industry. And the more that we can get uh, people together on our committee to share ideas and then to uh, do education of that, 
um, the better our members would be able to react. So I think our, our relevance of, of providing education is enabling uh, the community to be able to react to the changing times. Yeah, and I love what you say by enabling them to, you know, be able to react to those changing times, right? And, you know, certainly, um, Mitch, maybe you can, you know, kick in here a bit as well, right? Is that th that's kind of what you've done in your career is enabling people to, you know, kind of adapt to, you know, to changing times and what you've done for the MPSA, you know, for education has been, you know, phenomenal in that angle as well, right? So, so why yeah. do you think it's particularly important now for, you know, for members and non-members alike? Um, I guess the first thing I'd say is um, just going and focus on the education committee as one of the committees. One, one of the things that the education committee has really kind of developed over time is become one of the mastheads of the MPSA. And I, I say that because something that's not properly mentioned a lot um, on the MPSA is that we're a true non-for-profit organisation um, and we have a strong mandate um, because we're a non-for-profit we come back to our core values and that is to educate and serve our community. I think sometimes people get lost on that. Um, we're not about um, profiting from our education, we're about educating and as to Ed's point enabling I guess a thought process to help people either identify what they can fix or solve problems today within their business, but also for them to challenge and, and reset their lens on how an industry can provide more value and contribution to their customers. So we maintain a strong ethical neutrality. Um, that's one of the things that we have as one of our core values, and we ensure that we maintain a, a position of independence. So I think they're the things that embody the education committee, and I think that's important for the audience so they understand they can trust um, what we are trying to do um, and to I think we've said before but we we're really about providing that education that insight that learnings and challenge the norms of our market and industry both today and also for tomorrow and as we try to navigate that environment we hope to provide the leadership and the vision of how our industry can continue to evolve and maintain its ongoing relevance so uh, uh, without repeating and going over the same kind of old ground is that um, you know we we don't look at things um, with the same lens um, just because we think it's easy to do that. And to your point, Wes, we, we continue to have challenging conversations that sometimes, um, as committee members, we probably feel we're coming out of our depth, but we we find a way, and that's the entrepreneurial in this committee as well, the entrepreneurial flair that we continue to find a way to provide the insight and that value that the community um, looking at. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes when I talk to people who have actually um, listened to a webinar or picked up one of the pre-past recordings, they kind of say to me, gee, it's probably one of those hidden secrets. We didn't know that content existed. We didn't know this committee actually did this. So. Um, again, it's one of those things that we're really empowering our audience to be involved. Yeah, and, and people should be involved, right? And, you know, one of the, I'm going to share a quick quote. I love it. It's uh, by Sidney J. Harris, who a lot of people may not know. He was an American journalist, uh, did some stuff early on for the Chicago Daily News, and then later for the, you know, for the Chicago Sun-Times, right? And it's a very simple quote, but it's this idea of, you know, the idea that the whole purpose of education is to turn mirrors into windows. And, you know, I really feel that what you're doing in the education committee does that, right? That oftentimes in the Ops Equipment Channel, we're accused of, 
you know, using a lot of mirrors, looking back at the good old days and everything else. And what the education committee is doing is really turning those into windows, you know, making sure that we're looking towards the future and helping our membership to do that, right? Um, one of the things I'll ask, and maybe I'll, I'll start with you, is what got you involved in the first place, right? There, there was a time in your life, I'm sure, uh, when you weren't involved with the committee. You know, what got you involved? What was the inspiration? Yeah, sure, Wes. Um, yeah, I've been involved with the MPSA uh, from its inception. I was at the original uh, meeting, I believe, in San Antonio, where the, the topic came up and then we started. And um, I was kind of on the sidelines. It was great uh, as far as, you know, content and, and meeting people. Um, but I, at, at some point, I stepped out of the industry for a year or two. And when I came back in, um, first, one of the first things I did was, was rejoin the MPSA and um, got asked to join the education committee and, and with no hesitation joined up. Um, because there's just great synergies within the committee and there's nothing better than feeling like you're providing a value to the industry. And um, this is definitely one way to do it. I mean, as Mitchell said, we're, we're really um, agnostic uh, as far as, you know, pushing what we do. What we want to do is really help the industry. And it's really a, a great feeling to know you're providing that value. So um, I'm really happy I did get involved. And, um, and you know, I, we, we have a really strong committee and um, enjoy. I look forward to uh, our, uh, our fortnight, as uh, Mitchell puts it, uh, gatherings and discussions. So um, couldn't be happier that, that uh, I'm involved in this committee. Well, I'm really glad that you're involved in the committee and that you came back to the industry. You and I used to do quite a bit of work together, uh, right. you know, trying to change the world one printer at a time uh, by doing a better job with, uh, you know, assessments, right? And I remember at that time, like, you want to talk about an ed education curve that was huge, right? So yeah. you were a teacher to me, actually, a long time ago, <laughs> long, before the, uh, long before the MPSA. So thanks for that. And for continuing to, so yeah. you're a you are a natural born uh, teacher, and I think because you have this lifelong, you know, love of learning, right? And yeah. and Mitch, maybe you can share with us. I mean, you've been involved in this a long time. You've been a strong educator for as long as I can remember. What made you get involved? What was the the catalyst? I, I guess that the way I would put it as my analogy is that um, I've been a uh, I would probably say I've been a very high achiever in. Uh, as a multi-discipline sports person, um, played sport around the world. And one of the things I've always acknowledged is that, um, I don't, I, you know, sitting on the sideline making commentary is one thing, but playing in the field is actually where it gets done. So, you know, I kind of either be part of the problem or part of the solution, and I chose to be part of the solution in the sense that, um, you know, sitting on the sideline making commentary is is not that advantageous, and that's probably you know, draws to the point about looking at the mirrors. So I tried to look at the windows and, and get on the field. And by doing that, it's all about giving back to the community, giving back to a profession, uh, a career that I've enjoyed within this industry. And um, because people are passionate, and don't forget, this is one of the most well-trained industries ever. Um, back in the 90s, um, late 80s, early 90s, this industry was the most highly and well-trained industry and you don't lose that entrepreneurship in that industry. And I think that's where I guess um, 
my involvement is really about giving back to this community, giving back to the audience, because this industry will continue to evolve as it always has. Um, we may not understand what that shape or you know dynamic will be going forward, but we've got very um, excellent education people within this industry, very good leadership, great visionary. So, you know, again, I wanted to be involved with a industry group that wasn't sitting there um, with their head buried in the sand, sand um, and were willing to challenge um, what that future looked like. So, as I said, I don't want to sit on the sideline. So easy to comment on the sideline. I want to get involved and, and really just give back to the community. Well, I certainly appreciate that. And, and it is funny, the amount of change that we have seen in the Off Squibbing channel um, you know, since forever, right? You know, from the early days of starting with typewriters and then moving into copier machines, the standalone ones that were sold out of bands. And then of course, once network printers came along and, you know, fax machines were replaced by fax boards and, you know, here we are again, right? And, and I think that what the education committee really provides is that fertile ground um, to, as you say, uh, to better predict the future, right? We don't, we don't necessarily know exactly what it's going to look like, but through education, through studying those trends, through looking forward, you know, that we have a much better opportunity to, to take advantage of that, right? And, and I want to share one little story because you as an educator, um, I was down in Australia actually uh, speaking at a conference and you were kind enough to take me out for the day. And uh, you actually gave me some education uh, out on the water that might have saved my life. Do you remember what that was? <laughs> Uh, too close to shore. I, I can't remember. I paddle. I don't. I, I would have been probably don't paddle um, uh, against the rip. Uh, paddle up to the side of the rip, maybe because you'll wear yourself out, or just float with the rip and someone will pick you up. I, I can't remember exactly. It wasn't <laughs> great conditions the day you went out. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But uh, I will always appreciate that for the uh, educational opportunity that you provided at that time. So thank you so much. <laughs> Hey, um, one other thing I'd like to find out is obviously we want to get people involved with education through the MPSA, and maybe we can talk just a little bit about how they can they can get involved other than just visiting our, you know, the website which is yourmpsa.org. Um, and Ed, maybe I'll pitch that over to you. How can they, you know, get in touch and discover how they can actually help with this education initiative? Yeah. So as you said, they can go. Um, Go to the website. Um, if you go there, all of our podcasts, you can uh, link to them, listen to them. Uh, so all that information's out there. Uh, there's also a list of all the committee members. We have um, uh, quite a few members with with a great amount of, of uh, history. You can contact any one of us direct. Um, I am um, email is mosteller at performit.net. Um, and we're all out on LinkedIn as well. So uh, you can go out uh, through LinkedIn and find any one of the members and we'd all be happy to, uh, to include people. Uh, the other thing that we're really always looking for is topics. Um, so if there's some topic that you would really want some information on or you'd want us to dig in, uh, we, we tend to uh, really like to have guest speakers on our podcast. Uh, so if you have suggestions in that area as well, um, feel free again to contact myself or any other member of the committee, Mitchell, um, or any of the other members. And uh, we would love that, love that feedback. Um, 
So again, Wes, we really appreciate you moderating. Is there uh, anything else you want to add to the, to the topic? Um, Actually, Ed, could I just jump in well, and, sure. and just say, sure. offer one more thing is that um, we are always offering and wanting uh, new members to join the MPSA, but also to join our committee. Um, so a call to action would be, um, don't stand on the sidelines, get involved, um, be part of our education committee. Not only will, it doesn't matter if you can't meet every uh, fortnight, um, but if you can provide some input, some direction, if you've got some valuable insights that you think are worthwhile, um, there's no, never any wrong uh, question and there's never, never any wrong view. Um, but please um, take time to be involved in the educa education committee. And, uh, you know, um, I think that's the call to action that we probably also would like to make sure we talk to the audience and, and please just join the MPSA, but also join our committee because we'd love to have more people involved. Sure. Yeah, no, I think that's a really important message that, um, you know, you get as much as you give, right? And that's one thing I've learned through everything that I've done with the MPSA over the years and other organizations that I belong to. Um, so really get involved and uh, reach out directly to Ed uh, or to Mitch or myself uh, or through the website. And, and guys, thank you very much for all the good you do, uh, not just for the MPSA through education, but for the industry as a whole. Okay, thanks. My pleasure. Thanks. To access more great learning content, simply visit www.yourmpsa.org slash podcasts. Be sure to check out our membership page as well to drive even more innovation and growth for your managed print practice.